Hey, Savvy Citizens, this is Elizabeth McGee, your co-host today, along with Dandrea Bradley. We're speaking with some elections folks today about voter ID requirements. Please welcome Kayla Brack, the elections manager, and Adam Reagan. Want to become a more informed voter? Come out to our Elections Expo, happening on Thursday, September 7th, from 4 to 7 p.m. at our Board of Elections office on 410 West Franklin Boulevard, Suite 30 in Gastonia. Get your questions answered in this free, behind-the-scenes experience. Today we're talking about photo ID voter requirements. It's changing. That's why we're here today, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah, we've uh, you know, I guess the, the the initial law was was passed by the General Assembly in 2018, um, but as with most election laws, court cases, litigation, blah blah blah, both at the federal and the state level. So uh, the North Carolina Supreme Court, uh, you know, actually last year, December of last year, they actually ruled that photo ID was was not allowed, but. As it always happens when the the political winds change, uh, the the new North Carolina Supreme Court, because they have now a a um, five two Republican majority, they decided to rehear that case, uh, and they reheard it at the end of uh, in April and decided at the the end of April that photo ID was back on. So uh, this all stems from well, it stems from a 2018 law, but it also stems from uh, the general election in 2018. Uh, North Carolina had a referendum on the ballot to, you know, do do you want to uh, do you want to, you know, have photo ID for uh, elections for voting purposes? And overwhelmingly, the uh, the state, I think it was 55, 56 percent said yes. So uh, that's kind of that happened. The, the 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 voters voted on that. And then also the um, General Assembly uh, passed the bill that kind of uh, set the set the parameters for the law. Uh, and then the North Carolina Supreme Court affirm that law. So here we are in, in 2023 and, and we, we're, we're doing photo ID. <laughs> photo ID will be required for, uh, for voters in the uh, beginning with this uh, year's municipal elections. So talk to us a little bit about where this actually stemmed from, because why are um, like IDs such a big issue right now when it comes to voting? To voting. Uh, a lot of it has to do with, with election integrity is the, is the, the buzzword. Um, people feel that, that showing a photo ID uh, the, uh, with, with a name and a picture on it if it, you know, it, it, it helps ensure their vote is, is truly counting um, and, and it helps with with voter confidence. And that's that's kind of what we uh, what, what we're all about is we want voters to feel confident both in the system in which they're voting and also their their individual voters as well. So gotcha. So what types of IDs um, are required? Like. Does it have to be a driver's license? Because, you know, not everybody drives. Right. Yeah. So how does that yeah. work? The, the big one is driver's license. Uh, we, we have several that we uh, that will accept uh, a North Carolina driver's license um, issued by the DMV or or a uh, non-operator's license. And these uh, the non-operator's license, it's free of charge at the uh, at the DMV. Uh, if you can get an appointment at the DMV, uh, they'll they'll issue uh, the the ID free of charge or their driver's license, um, a passport or the passport card. Those are those are also acceptable. Um, 
you know, a big one that we're going to be starting probably next week in the uh, in the office is issuing photo ID cards. Uh, if you're a registered voter, you don't have a photo ID or, or you want a photo ID, come into our office. We'll take your picture and, and put it on a nice little... Nice little laminated card that's uh, that's going to be, you know, for, for voting purposes. If folks want to take advantage of that, do you have to bring any particular documents like Social Security card or? Not required. No, really? as long as you're a registered voter and we've we've got you in our system, uh-huh. then we'll we'll go ahead and take that picture and, and issue that photo ID card. So. Can folks, what if what if I'm actually not registered? If you're not registered, you can register to to vote. Um, once we run your your application through the process and everything, then you can we can uh, we can take a picture as well. And so. y'all have folks who are ready to walk people through that process of we, registering and everything. Yeah, absolutely, we we've got a great staff that uh, that does that, and and we're uh, we're we're ready to see any any new voter. We'll we'll accept it. So. Um, and then also a couple other things. Um, and a lot of it doesn't apply to 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 Gaston County, maybe. Well, no. Uh, the, the there's <laughs> there's there's two also um, colleges. Uh, you know, can you know submit their IDs to to be approved by the state board of elections for voting purposes. Um, no college in Gaston County did that. Gaston College did not, and Belmont Abbey did not. Mm-hmm. Um, and same with governments, local governments. They could also uh, you know submit their um, employer ID cards, employee ID cards. Um, but Gaston County did not do that. And the big reason why is that it needs an expiration date. And, um, and our, yeah, gotcha. that, that was one of the big, big holdups with, uh, with both colleges and also, uh, the, um, the, the, the governments that they don't, our, 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 you know, employee ID cards don't have that, uh, expiration date. So mm, that's so a not big, valid as a core of identification. Gotcha. Exactly. Exactly. So, so now what if you have an ID, but it is expired, how does that work? Can you still show it? Yeah. And within a year, if you're, if you're moving from another state, um, you know, you can you can show us that uh, ID from your other state within if it's within if it's not expired within a year. So that's that's acceptable. Also, we have a lot of older um, voters. Um, if you if you're if who don't drive anymore. So if you have a driver's license and it was it was valid when you turned 65, you may be 85 now, but on your 65th birthday, if it was valid, we're going to accept that as well. So, okay. uh, so unexpired license, we we still would uh, accept it, um, as long as the, the the voter when they turned sixty five, it was still a valid valid license. So, excellent, yeah. very convenient. So, All right. So, yeah. one thing that I've been hearing a lot about too is the real ID. I think just before mm-hmm. we started recording, yes. we we're talking about yep. <laughs> kind of yep. just the headache of having to get mm-hmm. all those documents together yep. and go get that. Yep. Um, how do you see that impacting? these voter ID requirements down the line? Because I know, I, I think the requirement to have a real ID keeps getting pushed off and pushed off, right? It, correct, yeah. And and there is a, you know, within the real ID law, there is uh, a, a thing related to federal elections. Voting in federal elections, you'll have to have the real ID, but they keep, you know, pushing that down the uh, the line many, many, many times. So, yeah. um, you know, in North Carolina, as long as you have a, just a North Carolina driver's license, that's going to be acceptable. All right. So. And just in case someone doesn't know, what is the real ID and how's that different from what we have right now? <laughs> yeah, re- real ID came about, and I, oh, goodness, I'm trying to remember. I think it was in 20... 20- it was a while ago. 16, 17. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. Um, it, it was it basically to, uh, well, I guess the the the, the gist of it is, um, it, it, you go through a federal more more rigorous federal screening, if you will. Uh, they they make sure that that you're 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 basically 
not on any you are who you say you are you are who you say you are yeah exactly <laughs> so um they, they basically require more more documents uh than than your normal driver's license your uh your your you know i know when i went and got my real id um a voter registration card uh, was was one of the acceptable documents. Uh, and we get that a lot. Uh, a lot of people who are getting the real ID come into our office because uh, a voter registration card is is one of the acceptable documents to to get a real ID. So mm-hmm. um, and that's something that we we've got with, with even uh, with the photo ID stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do I have to have a real ID to vote? And, and the answer is no. Yeah. Um, you know, we 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 you know the that's that's the DMV, that's the federal government's, you know, um, deal. You know, we're only looking at a North Carolina dri- North Carolina driver's license issued by the state of North Carolina. So, and now here's something coming up that's happening right in your backyard. Well, maybe not literally in your backyard. A major concert event is coming to Belmont this September. The legendary Marshall Tucker Band will highlight the Soundtracks Music Festival on Saturday, September 30th. Ben Chapman and today's Yesterday Band will get things started with other bands performing at Belmont bars and restaurants throughout the day. More information and ticket sales are available at downtownbelmont.org. I want to look a little bit behind the scenes of the elections office for a second. So I'm curious to know if these photo ID requirements change your workflows or anything that y'all are doing kind of behind the scenes, like you said, to ensure voter integrity mm-hmm. and, and and voter confidence? Yeah, and I, I guess Kayla can answer that. Kayla handles most of our precinct worker training. So how are you going to train precinct workers on the, on on photo ID this year? <laughs> well, it depends. <laughs> Whenever um, they make up their mind about the rules and what goes along with it. But um so you're still waiting on some direction. From... We're waiting for a lot yeah. of direction. <laughs> and, and a lot of times, you know, with, with the, the General Assembly, um, and we see this with election laws all the time, um, things can change on a dime. Uh, you know, we, right now we're, we're, we kind of have a, a generalized, you know, how we're going to do the photo ID. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple of laws. And, and, and while the General Assembly is still in session and they're, they're working on the budget right now, there's a couple of election laws that could potentially change um, the photo ID stuff. Uh, I think I think in 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 a general form, yes, we're doing photo ID, uh, the driver's license, passport. You know, we're somebody. The voters are going to have to show something. But then when you get into the nuts and bolts of you know yeah. you know same day registration, just don't know the ramifications of what it's going to look like and how we're going to teach our precinct workers because. Mm-hmm. What was the um, reasonable reasonable resemblance? Resemblance. That's that's I'm a that's a term we trying use. Trying to wrap my brain around yeah. how I'm going to teach. What does that mean? Exactly. It's, it's a great question. Yeah, I mean, reasonable <laughs> resemblance is basically when 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 a voter shows their ID, uh-huh. uh, the precinct worker will look at it, and if the picture on the ID is a reasonable resemblance of the voter in front of them, we'll accept it. Uh huh. Now. Things we can't look at as it relates to reasonable resemblance. We can't look at glasses. We can't look at hairstyle changes. We can't look at, um, uh, you know, 
you know, age, potential age, because I, I know for me, you know, until I got my real ID, I've not had a, a driver's license in uh, a picture. I keep yeah. doing it, renewing it online. If Adam takes right. his glasses off. He is a whole different person. Yeah, I, I look totally different. And then with when, <laughs> so and then like my, Clark Kent, yeah, 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 my, my, my driver's license, you know, I, I my hair was really short. So, uh-huh. you know, it does not look it like me. And then, you know, before this, uh, the old idea I had, you know, it was it was 12, 14 years. I was very young looking. So those are things we can't look at. So mm-hmm. so the the defining reasonable resemblance is, is kind of, it's going to be tough for us. It, it is going to be difficult. And we love our precinct workers, but we also have an older generation of precinct workers. Yes. So trying to explain to them what reasonable resemblance is and mm-hmm. going about how they can look for that is going to be tricky, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I can imagine. And I feel like that's something, too, because I know a lot of your volunteers have been with you for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's probably one of those kind of skill sets that you build up right. over time as you do mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. again and again. But I can definitely see how, especially if it was your first time ever volunteering mm-hmm. in an election, you would be like, what? what is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, and, and the times have changed. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and we're, we're, you know, uh, society has changed. And a lot of the older precinct workers are, are still kind of, you know, our average age of a precinct worker is around 68, 69 years old. So uh, it is a, it's a generation before my generation, essentially. Right. So, um, so teaching modern uh, modern society to, to older precinct workers is a little bit, little bit difficult, but, mm. uh, but we're, we're confident, you know, the, the, the voters, um, they'll be know, great. Our it, precinct workers literally like jump through so many hoops for us mm-hmm. because with all the law changes, yeah. I mean, something changes every election. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, they just, just roll with it. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, okay, whatever, we'll mm-hmm. do it. And yeah. I'm just like, Thank you. Okay. <laughs> makes makes it a lot easier. It makes does our make job, it a yeah. lot easier because we could for get us. a lot of pushback for for a lot of the law changes. And the, that's the thing: we don't make the law. The right. the, the, the Gaston County Board of Elections office we do not make the law. You just have Absolutely. to follow it. We follow it. You know, the General Assembly makes the laws. The governor signs the laws, yeah. and the and the courts uh, affirm laws. That's yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and we and we just carry out the laws. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, other than reasonable resemblance, what are mm-hmm. some of the other ways that you're, I guess, checking checking the IDs? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's the big one. Um, you know, on the ID itself, as long as the we don't look at the address, uh, right. that, that's one thing. You know, we, we don't look at the address, but we'll look at the name and the uh, and the reasonable resemblance mm-hmm. of the photo ID. Okay. Does the address um, not matter, or is it just you're uh, checking into your precinct? Just people move so yeah. much, mm-hmm. especially in this area, mm-hmm. like me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly. So the the address on there doesn't. That has nothing to do with photo ID. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. the photo ID is mainly just a picture. We're putting, you know, a picture with the face of the person who's in front mm-hmm. of us. Uh-huh. So we're looking at the name mm-hmm. um, and reasonable resemblance. I mean, really, mm-hmm. that's all that's, we're looking for. Yeah. And to make sure that the, the ID is valid. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if Correct. it's expired after a, a year of expiration, then mm-hmm. we can't use it. Mm-hmm. And, and there's other, you know, there's, there's a federal law called the HAVA law. Um, so, so a HAVA ID, if there's, you know, when someone registers to vote, if they've never, um, you know, provided either the, the, their driver's license number or the last four of their social security number, we couldn't, um, confirm that that, that person is real. So, um, in those kind of cases, when people go to vote, there's, there's a thing called a HAVA ID. Mm-hmm. Now with the HAVA ID, we have to, that, that's, it, it's totally different than, yeah. than the photo ID. The HAVA ID, it, we do need to have the name and the address that matches their voter registration. Oh. Thing. So 
So that is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's going to be something, especially like in training, that mm-hmm. I'm going to have to have exercises for okay. our precinct workers to determine, okay, if somebody presents you this ID, is it a photo ID or is it a hot ID? Mm-hmm. Oh, and then, gotcha. um, you know, when you come to vote, it'll have a notation on there if you haven't provided um, your driver's license number or your mm-hmm. social, the last four of your social or they came back invalid, that's when we need a HAVA identification. So that's going to be another thing. Mm -hmm. You know, our precinct workers already know what a HAVA ID is, so that's not going to be difficult. But adding in the photo Mm -hmm. ID, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, (laughs) right. It's an extra step. Yeah, Yeah. and and the HAVA ID doesn't, the picture doesn't really matter in Mm -hmm. that. So Mm -hmm. we're looking at, you know, a a, a government paycheck. Yeah, in that case, the address it has to match. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's it's kind of so the the you know the the best thing you know if you don't have a HAV ID have a have a driver's license with a picture with the your address that matches and then that's that's probably going to yeah. be the best thing. So. Yeah. So that brings me to another question. You mentioned addresses that match and everything. So what about those individuals like me who have moved into the state of North Carolina into Gaston County or you know wherever. Um, what do they do if they're waiting to change their license over to, you know, their their new address? How does that work for them? Because, you know, yeah. you have to make an appointment for the DMV and those mm-hmm. appointments are sometimes months out. Mm-hmm. So how does that work? The, the best thing to do, come to our office, uh, get registered to vote, uh, you know, or, or go online to... Uh, uh, to the North Carolina DMV, you can you can do an online voter registration thing there. Get registered to vote, and then in that case, um, you know if if you, the like I said, the driver's license is is not you know the be all end all. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have we we can make a photo ID in our office. Uh, if you have a passport, we'll accept that as well. So there are other ways, but we'll also take an out of state uh, driver's license within a year. So you know if, as long as you can get an appointment at the DMV within a year. Which may or may not happen, knowing the DMV. So, uh, you know, but but if not, get registered to vote. Come to our office, and we'll we'll uh, we'll make you a photo ID that you yeah. can use for voting purposes. So, when you register, um, you have the option to put your driver's license or the last four of your social down. Mm-hmm. Right. When we put that data in, it is connected with the the driver's license with, office with the North Carolina DMV, and um, it validates mm-hmm. or it doesn't validate. So, mm-hmm. if it doesn't validate. Um, those voters are required to show a HAVA document when okay. they come yeah. to vote. Mm-hmm. They can show um, a bank statement as long as the name and address match. So a bank statement, a, a bill, so like utility bill, utility mm-hmm. bill. Um, they can bring a driver's license if it matches or a passport. Um, but that's the big. So like for you, if you moved in and you just haven't registered, you come to early voting. Right. Um, at early voting, you would have a HAVA document, just Mm -hmm. something to make sure because they're going to register you Mm -hmm. and make sure um, that you are who you say you are and that you live where Mm -hmm. you you say you do. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Excellent. And Kayla, where are you learning? Because you're you're responsible for training our election volunteer workers. Where where are you learning this stuff? The law and Adam. (laughs) (laughs) That's why, like, you asked how I'm going to train them. I don't know yet because I tell, you know, I've been here almost seven years, mm-hmm. and um, I learned the first few years. I tried to, like, prepare early for training. So, like, it would be June, and we have training in September, October. So I was already preparing. And then 
as I got into elections, I'm like, okay, things are still changing. Like it's the week <laughs> yeah. before training starts. Yeah. Or I mean, remember we taught photo ID and then mm-hmm. yep. they yeah. completely nixed it like a week yeah. before the election. So right. it's just yeah. been like, you just have to what we found go with is, the flow. Yeah. What we found is the General Assembly and the, the courts system they don't. They don't care about our timelines. No. But they, you know, they, you know, we have timelines of when we do precinct order training and, right. and stuff like that. They don't care about that. So uh, it it is a very, you know, and I tell Kayla this all the time. Uh, it's very fluid. Election uh, elections are are very very fluid. And and uh, uh, you know we we you know they they get sick of it because you know when when the general assembly general assembly basically has a long session and a short session. Okay. In, in odd numbered years, and this is kind of general. Nerd. Assembly history. Yeah. I'm a nerd. Yeah, this is General Assembly. But in, in, in odd-numbered years, the General Assembly has their long session. It's where they work on their budget. But that's when the bulk of election bills are proposed and, and, and changed. And changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, in, 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 and generally with, with odd-numbered years, we just have municipal elections. So there's not a lot going on. Um, in in even-numbered years, they have the General Assembly is, is up for election. So they're, 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 they're up for election. They want to campaign, things like that. So they have a shorter session, uh, which we don't see a lot of election law. So what we found is during odd-numbered years, things can change on a dime. And right. they have, and they do. Uh, so it, it's always, uh, it, it's, it's, I monitor the bills that, that go on in the general assembly and, and, um, there, there's some that are, we are, get so many emails from yeah. Adam and I'm like, can you just tell me which ones like, yeah, just, just, just hold off on, <laughs> let's not talk about this. Let's not do this in training yet. Let's, this is going to play out. So it's a, it, it, it's a very, it's, it's a very fluid It's never situation. boring. It's an it, art it's and a science. science. Yeah, it sounds like. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it, you know, they, they always, we always get the, the, the knock about, you know, what do you do when there's not an election? Well, there's always another election. Right. There's always law changes. There's always, you know, something something going on related to elections. So, mm-hmm. uh, we 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 do stay busy. We're oddly oddly we we stay we busy do. even if the people are not voting. We're still very busy. So, but yeah. <laughs> anything else that you all wanted to talk about today? I think you know precinct workers. Uh, we're always looking for mm-hmm. for uh, you know good precinct workers. Um, you know um, that that's something that we're always on the hunt for. So and and like I said, you know earlier, you know our our average age average age of our precinct worker is six. I'll get it out. Uh, average <laughs> age. You know, try saying that fast. Two times. Uh, our average age of our poll worker is about sixty nine years old. So we're always looking for younger um, precinct workers that that want to help out. And you know we pay. A little bit. We're we're not. Uh, you're not going to get rich being a you know a, a poll worker, but uh, it is something, especially with with and and Kayla can attest to this. Younger um, younger people, uh, you know, have certain computer skills and and uh, things like that that we're always looking for. So uh, yeah, I mean, if 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 uh, if there's out there people out there that want to come help elections, um, you know, we'd, we'd love to have you. So come, come by the office. Um, you know, we have an online application, a, a, a poll worker application on our website. Uh, and we'll, we will be more than, we'll, we'll find you a place. We, we will always yeah. find you a place. So. What kind of time commitment is that usually? It's all day on election day. I mean, yeah. it's a long day. Yeah. Um, but they, the people that are involved, um, they love it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like they've become like little le- election families mm-hmm. yeah. um, and they may not see each other for a year. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. that's how long it goes from the time the last election is to the next. Uh-huh. Um, but they just get together like mm-hmm. they're 
family yeah. and they like <laughs> yeah. have little potluck food or they yeah. order out or they just catch up and everybody knows about somebody's grandson that's playing soccer at Clemson mm-hmm. or, you know, yeah. some, you know, whatever it is. It's just, I love it. It's like, it's, it's really neat to see. It really, especially, you know, and, and I've been, I've been in Gastocan for 12 years and, um, you know, I, I'm always reminded of, of, you know, people that, that when, when I, my first election was two, 2011 and I, I got to know a lot of these people and, and it was before Kayla. So I was doing the, the precinct worker training and, you know, you would see the, the little kids, you know, you know, with their parents and everything. And these kids are grown now. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's really kind of cool to see. And, and your uh, kids are grown. My now. kids are grown now. Adam's yeah, kids so have grown up my, in elections. They, they've, they've grown up in the office. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting to, to see and we, we love it. So we love it. We are having an elections expo um, September 7th at our office in Suite 30. Um, so there will be information about that going out, hopefully on Facebook, everywhere. Um, but it's just for anybody that wants to come, if they have any questions or if they're interested in becoming a precinct worker or if they want to pick Adam's brain about, you know, the whole process or tabulators or I can I can talk for days on voting systems and, and tabulators <laughs> the bills and, that are and in there how, I mean yeah, just so, like don't yeah. get Adam started or yeah, he'll just so like I'll nerd just, out I'll just, I'll just for, keep going I'll just forever keep going, so. but, but yeah and that, that's going to be and we wanted to kind of do this uh, for the community um you know because everybody has questions about elections and and everybody um you know and, and a lot of the questions we find is it falls into two camps um either people are just curious about how everything works or it's the the conspiracy theorists out there, you right. know, who who have heard something that 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 goes on in Arizona, so they think it goes on here, um, you know, and that's that's kind of what we're what we're doing is, you know, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna bring out the machines, we're gonna show you about the machines, tell you, you know, how the ballot, um, you know, goes in the machines, how it's tabulated, you know, what we do with the results uh, coming back on election night. So just just kind of a you know, uh, if you, you have know, questions about photo ID, yeah. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. We'll, so. we'll, we'll re- now, will folks be able to register at this event? Yeah. Register to mm-hmm. vote. Absolutely. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Register to vote. They can also uh, sign up to be a poll worker. We're going to have, uh, you know, I think I think the way you know Kayla's organizing, so that we're going to have more of a, you know, yeah, it's going to it's going to be like an expo. So like when you walk in, I'm going to try to do like what happens when you walk in on a precinct on election day. Okay. Um, so it'd be like a welcome table, and then like. Um, early voting table, a table for uh, poll workers, precinct workers, if they're interested in that, um, election day table, um, maybe Matt, absentee, Matt by mail, by mail, yeah. uh, a mat table, a table just for Adam with all of his machines knowledge. If you're a conspiracy theorist and you want to go talk to Adam, go he'll be there. Me. I'll, I'll, um, I'll take all the questions. We'll have so. some refreshments. Um, but just, and we're, we're going to have some precinct workers there too, um, because there's only six of us in the office and we're going to have a bunch of booths um, and we'll have some giveaways and just, you know, people will kind of see and hopefully feel like that, yeah, it's a time to serve your community and volunteer your time, but also like a time where we like to have fun and get together and hang mm-hmm. out with friends yeah. um, and coworkers. So it's just going to be, just you know, a, a fun time. A yeah. Fun and time, and I, I mean, something hopefully that, you know, people, when they come, they'll, they'll, they'll get something out of it. 
um, you know, and, and hopefully a lot of the, the, the misinformation and disinformation that we deal with on a daily basis, hopefully they'll, yeah. you know, get their an- questions answered and, and we can, we can kind of, our uh, goal is to educate yeah. Gaston County because, yeah. you know, That's, knowledge is power is what yeah. I say. And, and it's yeah. just really good to know, um, the whole process behind voting because, you know, before I worked in elections, <laughs> I just voted didn't know didn't know all about because my mom and dad did yeah yeah <laughs> but now i know why i vote you know it's gonna I had no idea how we created a ballot no, i didn't uh, know anything you know, no candidate filing you, no. it just it just happens you show up on election day you and just you show get a piece of paper and, and that's it so yeah so that. cool so when is the elections expo again it's september 7th from 4 to 7 p.m well thanks so much y'all i learned a lot about voter id requirements today <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah thank you doing it <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Savvy Citizen Podcast. It's produced by the Gaston County Communications Office with hosts Janet Schaefer, Dan Drury Bradley, Elizabeth McGee, and Adam Gobb. Joshua Braswell serves as executive producer, and Gavin Stewart serves as field reporter and producer. Please like us and share reviews on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Coming up on next week's show... We'll be talking to Captain Jeff Phelps and Adrian Sanders of the Gaston County Police Department. We'll be discussing the LEAD program and how it could help those suffering from addiction issues.